Dear world people, the Delphinator here, and it's the very first episode of the podcast. Yay! Rings bell, clashes, cymbals, drum rolls, all of that good stuff. So this whole thing started off on Instagram. I've been sharing stories about my walk with God, and then it pivoted into sharing other people's stories about their walks with God. And um, currently, we're on the topic of hearing God, and I've already shared a number of stories on that. And I just thought, seeing as we're about to wrap up and people had a lot of questions, I decided, why don't we just do a podcast and address these questions? And thankfully, I have a friend here with me who will be helping you guys answer your questions. My dear friend, David. David, say hi. Hello. Hiya. Hi, hi, hi. Good stuff. Fun fact, David gave me a word a few months ago about starting a podcast, and it's yeah. quite ubiquitous that he's the first guest on the podcast. So, hey, welcome, welcome. welcome. Yay. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Okay, so let's do it. So um, I'm just going to give a brief background of some of the stories we shared so far and how people have been hearing from God. And some of the mediums include one, which is the most common, the inward witness, what we call God speaking through our thoughts, you know. No one ever told me that sometimes God sounds like Delphine speaking to Delphine. (laughs) You know, I always wanted to hear the thunderous voice from heaven because that's how God's voice was somehow portrayed to us through movies, through uh, pastors we watched growing up. They always made it seem so sacrosanct. Dramatic. Like only certain people could hear from God, but God speaks to everyone. So yeah, that's then obviously yes he does speak through the thunderings even though um, we just made jokes about that <laughs> but he does <laughs> uh, um, for some interesting people god has been speaking to them through numbers and timestamps and all of that mm. good stuff um yeah. i have friend, salome who god speaks to through colors that one is like jam to me but yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> apparently um, of course, dreams and visions, you know, like the yeah. times God is still speaking through those methods and all of that. So we have several ways, ways that we mm. haven't even seen yet, things, topics yeah. that we haven't scratched the surface of yet. But um, mm. I'd like you, David, to share one or two stories about something unique, a way that God has spoken to you in the past that just blew your mind or that was something you weren't used to, you know, so please share. Um, so for me, in terms of hearing hearing God speak, I think one of the things I quickly learned, just like you pointed out, was how a lot of time God sounds like us. Mm-hmm. And um, my story was very, very interesting because when I came to realize that God speaks to people, I'm not sure exactly the point when I came to realize this, but I must have been reading the Bible and seeing that God was speaking to different people. And Mm -hmm. at this point, I also incidentally needed God to speak to me about something. At was a point in my life where I was like, I need to hear the voice of God because clearly I've been praying, but I don't think I've ever heard God speak. So I started seeking for answers in relation to God speaking. And logical person as I was, my suspicion would be that God would speak through an audible voice. And that was what I was waiting for. I was hoping, praying, waiting Mm. for an audible voice. But then, I guess long story short, I came to find very quickly that um, around that time, 
I would have conversations with people about different things. And one thing I found so profound was that while I'm having those conversations, I would always have the right thing to say. And a lot of times, a lot of it would be Bible related. But the Mm -hmm. interesting thing was that I wasn't necessarily reading my Bible as much at the time. So I'll be talking to someone and I'll be like, the Bible says, or I feel the need to say the Bible says, and I'll Mm. say it. And then it would happen so frequently that sometimes I'll pause and say, wait a minute, is that actually the Bible? Let me check. (laughs) And then I'll Google and I'll actually find it in the Bible. And I'll be like, wait, that's wild because I don't remember ever reading this scripture. But at the same mm. time, I was still praying to hear the voice of God because I was like, I'm here waiting to hear the voice of God, waiting to hear the voice of God. And um, I also had situations where I would be doing something and then I'll get a thought and the thought would be related to scripture. So for example, mm. I remember when I was um, listening to the radio one day and um, I remember that at the time, the miracle, I think it was Peter, who told the man, silver and gold have I known, what I have I shall give. In name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And I remember, wait a minute, he says, silver and gold have I none. So I was like, how come he didn't have silver and gold? And then I heard in my head, because power is a currency. And I was like, power is a currency. That sounds very interesting. And there are a number of things I heard like that as answers to my thoughts without me speaking. So it was only later on I came to realize that, wait a minute, all these times that I've been hearing these things, I mean, I actually did like a, a prophetic course um, and then it was when I did that course that I then found out that wait all these times I've been assuming that I would hear this thunderous voice that I've been praying mm-hmm. for God had been speaking not only to me but he has also been speaking through me so that yeah. was very comforting I think the moment I came to realize that then just like um, building on these different areas or different ways that God was speaking now became my focus because i was like okay if i can hear through these different ways then i'm sure if i focus on them and i'm more intentional then my hair would increase and i found that to be true so that's that's one thing that i think stood out for me being very logical waiting for a voice i mean i eventually did get my voice i think once or twice i finally got my voice that i was looking (laughs) for but it was only much later but then the natural way god spoke to me was through my my thought um and either random thoughts or timely thoughts that will come when I'm speaking to someone. Yeah, so yeah that, what, that was it for me. What you said about God speaking not only to you, but through you is so profound because many mm. times we just have conversations. I, I can't begin to tell you guys how many times I have been chatting with David and I'll pause and be like, wait, I need to journal this conversation because I just know mm. in that moment, God is speaking, you know. God is speaking, so that, yeah. yeah. Really profound. God is speaking through everything, conversations we're having every day, things we see in passing on the road, through the shifting of the clouds, He's speaking through everything. I remember that, yeah. that conversation we had um, a while ago when I was studying Psalm 19. And I remember sharing it with you about how, you know, the scripture says that the skies declare the handiwork of God day after day, Mm. they pour forth speech. And I remember looking Mm. up the words in that scripture and I realized that the word pour in that scripture, it's it's a Hebrew word for prophesy, to flow, Mm. to bubble. So literally what that Mm. scripture is saying is every time you look at the sky, the sky is prophesying. Mm. 
every time you look mm. at God's creation, it's teaching something, you know. And I yeah. found that too profound because we really and truly forget that everything around us is a testament of His voice, you know. Yeah. So, thank you so I was much. thinking about that today, actually, um, oh, and how in initially when we when we talked about when we speak about hearing the voice of God, what tends to happen is that people are speaking about getting messages from God. Mm. But if we think about how the Bible speaks about all creation hears and obeys mm. the voice of God, then you think about the fact that as a human being, for example, you have hands. And then your hands have a particular way of movement or your legs have a particular way of movement or your heart or your liver or your, your body parts have a particular way of movement. Now, for it to move in that way, which means it has been programmed to move that way. So for it to continue to move that way repeatedly, it must be responding to an action. So innate within creation is the voice of God, which means mm -hmm. all creation is responding to what God has said because God has said, your hands will only be able to move so far. And so mm. it is. Just like in the beginning where he said, let there be light and there was light. How did creation know that God said, let there be light? That means that creation was listening to him and responding to the fact that let there be light. And then it responded and light came. So it's true. If we demystify it from the fact that, oh, I want to hear something to the fact that because God made a thing, a, a creation is always going to respond to its creator. That means that our body parts, our our being is already hearing the voice of God. And then what we're looking to do is to be able to understand messages that he's sending to us per time, either about us, about a subject or in relation to someone else, which is when we now start speaking about prophesying. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's very powerful. So good. Good stuff. All right. Can we just dive into some of the questions you received on Instagram? Do you want to read read them out and then just go ahead and shoot? Bless okay, us. Okay. So, so one one person says, "What does God sound like?" And I feel like we've kind of touched on this a little. And yeah. um, the way I think about it is that God sounds like the purpose of the message and mm -hmm. faculty of choice. So, the sound wait, 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 of wait, wait, God. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> Okay, so, so God sounds like the purpose of the message and faculty of choice. Okay, so the reason I say that is that God speaks to our spirit and is processed through our mind and heart and translated through our faculties. So wow. my sight, my sound, my mood, sensation, touch, and smell are all God speaking. So mm. imagine if God is speaking through smell, right? I'm able to smell something and say, I feel the presence of an evil spirit here and I smelled something. That means mm -hmm. that the smell has a voice. But then Absolutely. the reason I'm able to understand what it is, is because first of all, that smell that I've just smelled has a purpose to it. And then the faculty of choice is my nose. But I'm able to understand it because of the purpose and the faculty of choice. So I've heard the voice of God through the smell and the voice of God at that time is as an evil spirit, you have to command it out. So mm -hmm. I think it's so important for us to see our entire being as receptors, right? God speaks like us. God, God sounds a lot like us. God sounds a lot mm -hmm. like people. God sounds a lot like myself. If you have to put God in the room, he's going to be speaking to me through those faculties. So my mm -hmm. eyes, my nose, all of my faculties. So the, the voice of God is 
the like I like I said at the, at the beginning, the sound <laughs> the sound of the voice of God is first the purpose of the message and the faculty of choice. So I need to be alert to all of my faculties because he could be saying anything at any point in time. I mean, people have testimonies, for example, of how they are worshiping and they start smelling a fragrance mm. Mm. and they're able to say God is releasing joy, but they didn't hear God is releasing joy. They smelt a fragrance and understood yeah. it as God releasing joy, you know, but if you are just assuming, oh, that's a nice perfume you will miss out on what God is saying at that time. So if our entire body, the Bible says our entire body should be given to God as a living sacrifice. So if my entire body is given to him, then I'm prepared. I'm always, always prepared. And the moment you become prepared with your entire faculties, you now recognize, wait a minute, that moment when I was walking past that room and I smelled something, and immediately I remembered to go so, 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 and so place. I knew that that was the first thing God said with the smell. And then my thought now brought to mind something else, you know? So yeah, that's how, that's how he sounds. That's incredible. Um, that just reminded me of one of my friend's experiences, Steve, who said that he was worshiping one day and started to smell bread. And so mm. he was just like, I was going on fresh, sweet smelling bread. Like I gave him bread. <laughs> so he was just confused. He went to the kitchen, asked his wife if she was baking. She said no. He went outside, mm. sniffing about, you know. And he still couldn't figure out where the smell was coming from. So he mm. just, in his human mind, he went to go and buy bread and sat down and ate. <laughs> it wasn't until later that God was showing him that he was giving him fresh word, literally, his wow. daily bread. Wow. You know, wow. through that experience, he said he felt so foolish. But I think that's a funny experience, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think it also shows God's sense of humor. Exactly. Um, because why would he go to the extreme of agege bread just to say, I'm giving you your daily bread? I cannot say it to you now, you know, but it, it definitely shows this. And how, how also he speaks to us in a way that tells about us, right? Yeah. I don't think God would ever tell me about agege bread because maybe I'll miss it and maybe I'll not pay that attention. Um, but yeah, he also me... takes into consideration ourselves here. Okay. Yeah. Which, which brings me to a follow-up question from that. So if God is speaking mm. through all of our faculties, how then do we mm. now know which he's speaking through per time? How do we mm. how do we zero in on everything or on one thing, you know? Mm. So what I found is that um at every point in time, God will God because God is kind and God is merciful, God seeks to get you to understand what he is saying. So if he seeks to get you to understand what he's saying, so I was saying that if you're a cerebral person like me, I'm very cerebral, I'm always in my head. More times than not, what I find is that God is speaking to me in my head because I'm always in my head, right? So I don't need to do something extra to get him to speak. Some people are dreamers, for example, and what you'll find is that the primary mode of speaking first with you would be through your dreams so i find that god is using what the way he has designed you is the way he's reaching out to you it's only when Mm -hmm. you start to receive and understand those messages through one medium that he will now start to pull you in other directions sometimes he starts with one and expands to another 
other times he starts with one and then trains you with another and another and another so you're now using a combination of those faculties but i think mm. the key thing is to trust that if he's trying to get a message across to you and you're open to receiving messages from him you will receive mm-hmm. the message because the point is not for you to say oh my gosh god has activated me in smelling it's it's is irrelevant. The key thing is to hear what he said and obey. That's the key thing. It's not. It's not a. It's not a. It's not fun and games. Like hey, I smell perfume yeah. today. Some people do that, but it's like that's not the point. The point is there is a reason I'm communicating with you. So I wouldn't yeah. obsess about one. Um, I wouldn't obsess that I'm receiving only through one or the other. I'll just be like, well, am I understanding what he's saying? Am I receptive to receiving to him through different means? And it actually, this is, I actually have a, a testimony along those lines. So the time when I finally realized that he was speaking to me through my thoughts and I was still skeptical, I remember praying one day and I said, I know that you are speaking to me through my thoughts. Like I can sense that you are, but I would much rather hear a voice. And I remember at the time hearing or remembering a thought that was kind of like reminding me about um, the Pharisees and how um, the Pharisees were religious people. They knew all the, all the prophecies and all, all the things about the coming Messiah, but they couldn't see the Messiah when the Messiah came. They kept doubting that he was the Messiah. And I remember having a thought at the time and before i wouldn't have said it because god has said it to me but i know right now that it was and it kind of came like so if you were around at the time you wouldn't believe because you are looking to me to communicate with you through one particular way and insisting that that is the way you want to come you want me to communicate with you and if you don't get it through that means then you're discarding it Eh, am i not god am i not the one who decides what means is most appropriate i'll continue to communicate with you through the means that i believe is preferred because at this point you're taking the piece you're not ignoring me you know that i'm speaking through this way but you're like until you you give me a dream i'm not going to answer the joke is on you (laughs) because the point is there's a purpose for me saying what i'm saying to you as opposed to obsessing over the the medium so yeah that's yeah yeah, that's that's how we look at it all righty let's move on to the next question okay so um the next one is how can i grow in understanding messages from god so in terms of understanding messages from god i think the one scripture that i read or a few scriptures that i read that kind of helped me as well and um, the first one my sheep hear my voice the voice mm. of the stranger they will not follow and we often feel like, oh, it says, okay, my sheep hears my voice. So I want to hear the voice of God. But the trick in that passage is, if you're a sheep, you hear the voice of God. It's a lot mm-hmm. like the other scripture that says, if you seek me above all else, then I will find you. It's the same thing that says, and um, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. So for me, the first thing is to know the God that you want to hear. Um, the, the Bible tells us, um, first of all, in terms of, you know, believing in Jesus Christ as the Messiah and receiving the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit teaching us all things. So if I believe in Jesus Christ, then I would have the Holy Spirit. If I have the Holy Spirit and God has told me the Holy Spirit will teach me all things, then the key thing is now, because I have received the Holy Spirit, I need to walk with the Holy Spirit, trusting in the Holy Spirit to teach me all things. And that looks a lot like 
guarding my heart in relation mm-hmm. to the things that he tells me to guard my heart about and then renewing my mind through the word right so while i'm renewing my mind as i'm learning more about him as i'm learning more about his nature as i'm learning more about his ways as i'm growing familiar with him and and i'm more i'm more i'm i'm more able to recognize when he's speaking because i now know him so i'm not obsessing over whether he's speaking or not by knowing him i hear better by knowing him i obey better and by knowing him i am i'm able to exercise obedience because i now feel more confident about doing what he has said because i know the person who is sending me so focus on knowing god for me is the primary thing if you focus on knowing god the resources in relation to knowing god will be available to you because god is faithful and anyone who wants to know him he will reveal himself to and then secondly obeying him based on what he has said to you and then yeah. the third one i'd say is definitely the importance of fellowship and because when you fellowship in the right company um kind of like the scripture that says paul came to the bands of prophets and prophesied when you fellowship in the right company um i feel like there is virtue that is released because you're in the same company and the more you spend time the more you exercise your faculties the more you exercise your faculties the more you grow but foundationally we all need to be in that place where we're just like i'm not trying to understand messages from god for the sake of understanding messages from god um i feel like in our generation a lot of people obsess over god said god said god said god said mm-hmm. god said and people are too quick to say god said without even saying i have done so it's more about mm-hmm. god said without doing anything about it but mm-hmm. that only happens when my focus is on being a hearer you are not a doer where i want people to say i'm the chief hearer another thing yeah. i find is that sometimes when people are speaking about hearing from god what they are really talking about is wanting to prophesy <laughs> and Ooh. it's not so much Ooh. about hearing it's like oh, oh i want to be able to give boy, words to people boy, mm. you gotta say that one more time for the people yeah. at the back <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i think there's this whole drama about being able to prophesy being able to give mm. accurate words so people are like i want to hear the voice of god but really what they are saying is i want to be able to give accurate words of knowledge i want to be able to mm-hmm. prophesy i want to be able to tell you phone numbers email addresses and blah 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 <laughs> and it has nothing to do with actually knowing the god that we are hearing from the bible yeah, tells us that yeah. eternal life is the knowledge of god and jesus christ who he sent so Absolutely. if my focus my priority is him hearing will be easier obedience would be easier i will be conformed to his stature and as i am being conformed then obviously the bible says jesus learned obedience through the things that he suffered and when mm-hmm. i was studying on that scripture the the interpretation sounded a lot like jesus became obedient through the things he suffered so mm-hmm. the point being that you become what you behold So if you behold Jesus you will be reflect him and there's no person that beholds him consistently that doesn't hear him and doesn't follow him. So mm. focus on beholding and then you will grow in understanding. You know that's a simple Ooh. answer to me. Yeah. I feel like I need to put down a t-shirt. Yo. <laughs> you guys hear that? <laughs> All righty, I think we have it. Do you have any final sure. words before we bounce? I would say um even though I spoke about not obsessing over prophesying 
I think it's important to be in a posture of intercession. And Mm -hmm. by interceding, I find that you're more receptive to hearing because your heart is outwards as opposed to inwards, right? Mm -hmm. Because love gives. So if you start from saying, God, I want to be a part of what you're doing on the earth. I want to be an active participant. And you're praying consistently for people. You're praying consistently for the nation. I'm praying consistently in relation to affairs. You would find that you are more receptive to hearing. You probably would have a lot more dreams about things in general. You have mm. a lot more dreams about people. You will probably receive more words. And then I find that as you walk in prophecy, you also grow in confidence, which means you grow in hearing as well. And I think that's kind of why Paul was saying that we should pursue love and earnestly desire spiritual gifts above which um, with the greatest, quote unquote, is prophecy. Because when you give a word, it's the same medium through which you receive to give that you are Mm. going to receive for yourself or receive in relation to other matters. So your confidence grows in hearing generally as you give words. So I encourage people as well, um, while you are seeking after God, be in a position of intercession. And while you are interceding from a place of love, genuinely love, um, Mm. genuinely loving people and loving God and loving the things that he cares about, that would also help you to grow in hearing God. And I've dropped my mic. (laughs) (laughs) david out this was so cool why did i start this podcast earlier like i'm so glad we did right this is the first of many this is the first of many so yeah Yeah. we look forward to more many many more podcasts yeah because i've actually reached out to a number of people to share stories and they are all saying oh i don't know how to write oh i don't know where to start from blah 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 you know, I think mm. this is this is the better way to get those. <laughs> yeah. Maybe do yeah. it like in um, a podcast to round up each topic. So, like, we're moving yeah. on to obedience next. I'm going to do a podcast to round up obedience at some point. So. Yeah. 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 It's good. good stuff. For talkers like this. Yeah. I'm so excited. This is so good. So, so good. So, guys, I hope you've learned awesome. something. From today's podcast um like i said we're going to be moving on to the next topic pretty soon um it's obedience so if you have stories to share please send them to dearworldpeople at gmail.com once again it's the delphinator here um we'll continue to amplify stories that save until the next one toodles <laughs> <laughs>